What's up, guys? Hi. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the podcast. Uh, I think we're going to call it Comedy Chow. Sure. All right, let's give it a shot. All right. It's on tape now. That's it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm Mario Pisano. I'm Natalie G. We're on tape. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. We're two uh, comics from New York. We're going to intro this shit until you guys just know. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, we're talking all things comedy, food, whatever else is happening, but definitely comedy and uh, definitely some food eventually. Um, I don't know. We're drinking some coffee right now. I'm fasting. That's what I do. I do a little bit of like intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. I know that's 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 a trigger. That's a trigger for some people. But for me, I, uh, I it's just the best way for me to not just just get diabetes. Sure. I'm just trying. I'm trying my best sure. to not get onset diabetes. Sure. I do the same. I don't eat until later in the day. It's just like a natural thing. How many hours do you go? I probably eat around like 11 or 12. That's good. And then I try to stop at like 8. But it depends. I mean, sometimes we have late nights. We're at Mike's late. We get hungry. Yeah. You know. But you know, bro, it's supposed to be like 18 hours. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) No, you can. I mean... I think what's the the average is like 16, but you can also fast for like 12, 14 hours. It's like beginner level. Yeah, I guess. I think th- I think that's just not even intermittent fasting. I think that's just poverty. Sure. You're just like really, really hungry. Sure. What's the longest you fasted for? I think the longest, I think I did 16 hours like once. Mm-hmm. And then now just consistently, it's 12 hours. That's what mm-hmm. I go for. I go for 12 hours minimum. Yeah, that's good. And that's just enough time for my body to be like, just dude, stop. <laughs> you know, just like yeah. think of other things other than food. Well, your body needs a break too. Your body needs to like digest like all the shit, you know, it's good to give your body a little bit of, of time to like chill out. Yeah. Especially I mean, yeah. eight of those hours are sleeping. So exactly like eight hours, you're not eating anyway. So you just add a few more and then you'll be all right. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so that's that's literally what I do. And uh, yeah, I don't know. So like now I'm starving because now it's now we're going on like I think I ate. Actually, no, I ate around midnight. So I'm only it's 10 something. Yeah. So I'm going on like 11 hours, mm-hmm. but I'm about to give in, son. Yeah. Well, what are you making today? Uh, I'm actually going to make um, cottage cheese pancakes. It sounds a little gross, but I think it'll be really good. It is. No, it is so, it is unexpectedly good. Okay. Um, I I had them like a couple years ago. I just randomly came across this recipe and I was hooked. Mm-hmm. Like I'm one of those people like where if I find something new, I will eat it until I can't eat it anymore. And then I hate it. You know, anything that's good. So like cottage cheese pancakes, oh my, I was buying, they, like they were IDing me eventually at the fucking at the supermarket because they're like dude what are you doing with all this cottage cheese <laughs> you you're know? just like buying it by the case you're like don't even open it from the truck just give me that whole the whole palette yeah yeah i'll take that with me no after a while they probably alerted the fbi like he's doing some type of he's like, making a homemade something with yeah. that cottage cheese be like he's hoarding <laughs> <laughs> swimming pools worth of cottage cheese we gotta watch this guy well they're relatively healthier right they're healthier than regular traditional pancakes Oh, a lot healthier. Yeah. I mean, like, listen, don't get me wrong. Aunt Jemima, which so sad she doesn't exist anymore. 
Oh, she's been rebranded. Yeah, she now exists. she's just Red Cabin, right? She well, isn't it called yeah. like Red Cabin or something? Um, cabin, Country Cabin. Let's find out. Something like that. Yeah. But I, yo, I mean, look, I get it. Some people were using it in a derogatory term, but I mean, come on. When you saw Aunt Jemima, you were like, yo, those are gonna be good pancakes. Like, if somebody's gonna bring me pancakes, I would want Aunt Jemima to bring me pancakes. Yeah, we we loved her. Uh, as for as long as we knew her, it's now called Pearl Milling Company. So we went from Aunt Jemima pancakes to Pearl Milling Company pancakes, which just sounds lame. That is it's so lame. cold. That yeah. is so cold. The Pearl Milling Company. What? Mm-hmm. No, that guy doesn't have my interest at heart. I think of a fat cat, like some some old school dude in a tuxedo smoking a cigar, and he's just like laughing at poor people. Like yeah. I don't expect wholesome pancakes from Pearl Milling Company. No, anything with the name company in it. Like if I hear Aunt Jemima, I'm like, I could have an Aunt Jemima. Yeah. It'd be for me. It was Aunt Juanita, but like <laughs> Aunt Maria, because <laughs> I'm half Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. But it would actually be Tia. It would be <laughs> it'd be Tia Juanita. We're going they down a rabbit hole that. here. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. I think I think that would have been uh, that would have been better. But whatever, man. You know, it's just everybody got caught up in that in that storm of like rebranding and oh my god, we don't want to be racist. But I thought that one was totally fine. I thought that one was. I saw nothing wrong with that. Call me crazy. I don't know. I think there was also more to it. And correct us if I'm if correct me if I'm wrong here, listeners, but I feel like there was also like a she was actually modeled after a a real person. A successful black woman. Who, yeah. And didn't get they didn't she didn't get any of the like royalties for using her likeness. So I think there was problems there. I feel like I read something like that. Um, which is problematic, but you know what? I think then in that case, pay the woman. Well, 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 here's the deal, right? So I can't remember her name. I, I think her last name was green or something like that. Anyway, she was this very, very successful businesswoman that what she did was she toured around America with like her home baked products, mm-hmm. something to that effect. Mm-hmm. And she became one, I think she was the first like self-made black women millionaires Mm -hmm. in america back in like 1911 like Mm -hmm. this is how old this lady was right and um yeah they used her likeness of course but i mean she made tons of money just doing her thing i mean good for her there's a badass picture of her Mm -hmm. if you if you look this up i mean hopefully we get a graphics person Mm -hmm. me (laughs) or you and literally we put it up and it's it's her in a car with three other badass bitches and they're staring at the camera like what Mm -hmm. it's it's a really really cool picture yeah and i think she got like ran over by a car oh jesus i like that you're laughing about it (laughs) it's just like you want to know why i have this theory of this and it's it still happens today where it's just like Back in the days, they didn't know what cars were, so they just walked in the street. They just yeah. they had no concept that something a two thousand pound iron vehicle would smash into them. They just walked in there, and that happens today in my neighborhood. Like literally, like there's people that come from other countries. I'm not gonna say which ones, so you don't hate me. Where there's probably less cars, <laughs> and like they just walk straight up in the middle of the street. Like, oh, I didn't know traffic is here. You're mm-hmm. like, dude, for real. So anyway, but yeah, so she got ran over. Everybody got ran over. Hmm. Everybody got ran over back in the day. Well, we love her for her pancakes, even still. 
Yeah. Her name wasn't Jemima, though. It was something else. Yeah. But that lady, yo, man, like, much respect to her. Like, I don't know why there hasn't been a movie made of her. That's a good point. You know, going through all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There should be. Yeah. I'd watch it. No, no, hell yeah, man. Set a pearl milling. Mm -hmm. Get that out of here. Well, you're going to make those later tonight or later, later tonight. Listen to me later today. Yeah. Soon. It's morning time right now. It is morning. We're both having coffee. <clears throat> I sound a little weird. Yeah. Um, but. By the way. For you, coffee, right? Like, do you think it's a necessity? Like you need it every morning? I like having it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel it's like a comfort thing or do you feel like it's like actually like beneficial? I don't know. I mean, last yesterday I had coffee and I was like, it was stronger than I thought it was. And I was, I literally thought I was going to have a heart attack. So there was, that wasn't fun. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't think I need, I don't think I need it. I know there is like an addiction to it though. Like your body creates like a relationship to coffee because it's a, it's an addictive thing to have. So I kind I guess I feel different when I don't have it. Uh, but I try not to like have too much of it that I'll be dependent. You know what I mean? I yeah. keep it to like one cup, maybe two. Yeah, I know what you mean. I think uh, th- there's some days that I wake up and I have great energy and I'll actually test out of just like, all right, let me not have coffee. Mm-hmm. But then I will crash like three hours from waking up. Yeah. Like I literally I need that pick me up no matter what. That's what I've come to realize. Like coffee is here till the end. Yeah. I mean, I'll have it in the morning, but I'll also try to like leave, like not have so much that I can't have any in the afternoon because sometimes like if we're coming from work and then doing mics, I need that caffeine for the second half of the day to like get me through whatever mics we're doing, seven, nine o'clock mics. Like sometimes you're not done till 10, 30, 11 and I'm exhausted. So like I didn't go up on stage yesterday till what? 11 o'clock at night yeah practically the place was flooding by the way that was mm. so cool like it looked like the sh- you know like the other uh, when the band's playing at the end of titanic yeah and it's like just keep going just keep playing <laughs> yeah so we were at black hat yesterday and mar you went up pretty early yeah i was and- in like the first or second group i was in the beginning of the second group so like whatever 30 minutes in sure yeah that sounds right and then uh Right. I got called to like two groups later. So it was another 30 minutes later. And just before I get called, you know, I'm like, there's two comics ahead of me. I turn around and I see like these pools of water just starting to flood in, like come in from underneath the door because I'm sitting right next to the door. And I realize like the whole the way Black Hat is, there's like a ramp to go down and like these two steps to go down. So there's water collecting right in front of those steps and it's pouring rain outside. Like it's hard, fast rain. And then it's just all flowing into Black Hat. Yeah, and that it, was like right before my set. It was funny. It was like the wheelchair ramp was actually just like a faucet. <laughs> just yeah, bringing it was just in the basically, water. yeah, it was just delivering the water straight into the cafe. I was like, oh, this is cool. And like by the time I got up, it would reach the middle of the room and other people were just getting up to like leave. So that's, so I did my set as people were leaving and like discovering that there was water and looking around and just not listening to me. Um, Which is like normal for a woman. So, I mean, totally, I should be totally used to it. Yeah. And you should be at home. You should be comfortable with this. I should be. Yeah. Just talking to no, to nothing, to the void. 
Yeah. Um, a bunch of men ignoring you. I mean, that's come on. very fair. I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> I should have. Yeah, but that that was wild, and I actually, uh, it's funny. I told the burrito because there's like w- it, one person mans that whole ship, and it's always like a 19 year old that could care less. Sure. Like just high on fentanyl. I have no idea, but the kid literally. This is how you know he has little life experience. He was trying to use his hands to brush the water away from the door. Mm-hmm. His hands. Well, I think he was looking for the drain because apparently, like, I think the what I what I thought was happening was he was on the phone with whatever some owner or the owner or something who said there should be a drain there or something, and there clearly wasn't. And then eventually, like, I I sincerely hope he didn't think he was going to scoop the water away. It, it he cupped his hand. He cupped it. <laughs> I mean. I don't know. That's like trying to scoop water away from a, like a a river. You're just like, what What are you doing? Have you ever seen that thing where like a guy is mopping in the rain? Yeah. <laughs> like where he's just trying to get away from his wife. That's well, literally what it looked like. Yeah. He Well, he initially, but like when you, when you told him, he then grabbed the mop and thought like, oh, let me mop this up. I and then know, looked dude. at the rest of What's the, the water sky? happening outside and was like, oh, I, a mop's not going to work in this situation. Let me use my hands. Like it feels like a downgrade. Yeah. No, at that point, do we all just put them? umbrellas like do we yeah. all just put our umbrellas up yeah you know meanwhile water's coming from the floor yeah no that was that was uh that was pretty cool i actually put it on my instagram story go follow him on instagram funny colors comedy that's right that's right um, but it, um but yeah what is it uh just because i thought it was hilarious i started playing the celine dion song my heart will go on mm-hmm. go on <laughs> i can't even talk yeah but um and you floated away just like that yeah that's actually that's literally how i got home well women and children (laughs) yeah you went before women and children you're like fuck you guys i was like that dude remember the dude that snuck on where he was Mm -hmm. like i need to get on that boat yeah that's you (laughs) you know there's a crazy conspiracy theory about the sinking of the titanic shocker yeah that a bunch of these like crazy millionaires were on that boat like like I think uh, the Ro- some Rockefellers were on there, some other like prestigious like the Carnegies and stuff like that. Like entire like chunks of families died on that boat that were like wealthy, wealthy people. Yeah, that's not a conspiracy. That's actually what happened. All right. Well, I don't know. I mean, those are that iceberg. That iceberg was actually. Um, Made of sugar, you know, it was actually QAnon, <laughs> and it, uh, yeah, I don't know, <laughs> it wasn't, an, it was a metaphor. <laughs> the iceberg was, was like, a metaphor. Not, yeah, I was like, that's not capitalism. a conspiracy. They in fact died. Yeah, <laughs> they went down. They should make that iceberg an NFT now. Yeah, I wonder if they could find the iceberg. I'm sure it's still there. Would they know? Probably. Oh, you think it's still there with global well, warming? Yeah, because you can chart the course and figure out like likely where it is. I mean, how far do icebergs move? Very like, do they just? I, don't I mean, know. I think so. I would I would assume icebergs can move. Mm, they're like underwater mountains. So where are they going to go? They, they just float slowly. Okay. I mean, that's just my, I don't know. Well, they are affected a lot by global warming. So who knows? It could have completely melted down. It's 100 years ago. That thing yeah. could have been, that could be anywhere. It could Did be that halfway. Titanic sink even happen? Like, what if it was just, no, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm playing around. <laughs> like, like that old lady happened. with the blue diamond is a liar. Yeah. That was not real. 
So that's actually it's well, it's half true. There was a there was a diamond. Mm-hmm. There was a. It has nothing to do with the Titanic, mm-hmm. but the Hope Diamond mm-hmm. that was based oh, yeah. on a real diamond yeah. that was like it's like a two hundred carat diamond or something. Mm-hmm. It's worth like you know however many hundreds of millions or something to that yeah. effect. Yeah. But yo, every time I watch that movie and that old bitch throws that diamond in the water, you're yo, so affectionate. Who like? First of all, I think the biggest part, the biggest loophole is, why'd you let Mama walk to the tip of the boat by herself? Like, who's watching her? She's like 96 in that movie. Who's just not watching her? So there's a scene, I think, where she gets up while everybody's sleeping. She sneaks past everybody. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, and she's light on her feet like that? And at 96? I mean, she's basically... Yeah. Her standing up Basically. probably sounds like a million knuckles cracking at the same oh, time. God. There's no way this lady, anyway, I know I'm getting into the weeds over here with this lady, but I just hate her so much. I'm glad you clearly she's dead. do. You just think she's just like this. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. She should have went with, down with the Titanic. But anyway, mm. fucking anyway. Jack. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I think I think everybody's beaten that subject to death. Yeah. But um, yeah. So anyway, I think. Uh, I think obviously I'm gonna do some pancakes. <laughs> I don't even know. Go ahead. Yeah. You said you had some topics, right? What's oh, up? Finally. What do you, what do you, what oh do you got? Oh my god. What do you got? Are you done? This is gonna be a five hour <laughs> podcast because I'll just I mean I'll go off. Your yeah. goal, yeah. You talk forever, get into Titanic conspiracy and how Yeah, it was something like that. That it was a, a yeah, some type of conspiracy that they like had them on the boat on purpose. Like oh. and like I don't know, man. I mean obviously Oh, I see, I see what you're saying. It was something like to get rid of the families. Oh. Like, would they send an assassin iceberg towards them? I don't know, but whatever. Yeah, it was probably like a well, assassin iceberg. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um. Well, that was our night yesterday. And, uh, yeah, that set, I'll say this. I'll wrap, I'll close the loop on this. That set didn't do very well. Didn't do very well <laughs> last night. Needless to say. I, uh, yeah, I kind of gave up through my set. Because nobody was, I mean, it's hard. Like, I haven't had a set where that was, there was that much commotion and there was like literally water flowing in. I'm like, okay, this is a curve. Like, I wasn't expecting this. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it was what it was. Builds character, man. Mm, whatever. You know, you never know if you're ever on a, you know, if you ever need yeah. to perform uh, in a yeah. waterfall yeah. in Montego Bay. I yeah, don't know. I need to be able to, to give it my best even then. You know, you had a good set though. Yeah, it was it was okay. I was I was trying out some new stuff. I mean, uh, it turns out people don't like hearing about uh, dogs being beaten. <laughs> it's a funny story. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. whatever. Yeah, trying to work on that. But anyway, you know what I mean. We could work on some bits in a little bit too. That's we fine. Do that. I think that's I think that's a cool idea. We'll see. Well, okay. So I have still I have a lot of random topics because there was a lot of different things going on in the news awesome hit me with it um the first one is that new york is, and they're they're mostly driven by new york post that's par- apparently what i read the most but new york city is back apparently we are in full swing of partying um new york post said that uh we're back to partying into wee hours of the morning somebody was uh quoted as they were taking shots at three sheets saloon Oh, yeah, that's in the East Village. Yep. Yep, yep. And there was plenty of PDA alongside Jaeger bombs and tequila shots. So everyone's just going back to their early 20s. They're, like, starting again. 
basically. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny is they've been doing that. It's funny how they're reporting. And it's kind of like that guy that that wrote that New York Times article, like New York is dead. Mm -hmm. And it's like New York was not dead. Mm -hmm. It never was dead. Mm -hmm. Things slow down because there was, you know, it was the end of the world for a hot second. But it wasn't dead. It's all sensationalism. Like mm -hmm. people have been. Come on, we do mics all the time. We we're we're out there. We see what's going on, like in the in the bars and stuff like that. And I have friends that are like younger in their twenties, and they are. It's like life is normal. Yeah, just doing their regular thing, yeah. taking shots, making bad decisions, unprotected sex. They're doing whatever it is that they want to do. And it's funny how it takes a New York, uh, whatever article, New York Post, to be like, New York is back, baby, and you're like, you hack of a writer. Get out of here. You had an assignment and you were like, dude, this is the last one before I get fired. Let me just write something obvious. Well, this is a funny one. I mean, I enjoy New York, New York Post articles because they're just so like they are so um, they act like they're reporting on the, fir the first instance of anything ever happening. And we know, like you just said, it's been happening. Yeah. So like they quoted somebody like at, like they talked to somebody as they were chugging beers out of plastic flamingos, which is like maybe it wasn't happening to that level. But this is like some some real spring break shit that's happening right yeah. about now. Um, and I think that people are just excited for, I don't know. I feel like this is more like the industry being like, we're, we're back trying to have like a little bit of a, I don't know. I like how they say New York is back. People are raging, bro. Like yeah. that's not everyone. Yeah. That's literally from 18 to like 30, you know, yeah. barely. Like 18 to like 28. Like, what are we talking about? New York is back, bro. Like, who wrote that? And they're also talking about how people are hooking up with each other. Someone was quoted saying, girls are down, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a funny article. Have you to been me. to a bar ever? Yeah. It's just like, yeah, that that always has been, always will be. Yeah. You know, like our clothes change. Everything else is, stays the same. They're We're, like, adults are horny again. It's like, we never weren't. <laughs> yo, for real. Like. People aren't afraid of... Are you kidding me? Yeah. Fucking... Do you know how many babies were made? Do you know how many STDs were exchanged during COVID? Oh Come my on. God. Thousands. What are Hundreds. we kidding me? What are you talking about? Of course. Please. Get out There's of here with that. There's a new variant on the way. I'm, I'm not oh, talking yeah. about this as a full topic, but it's just funny that we're talking about how it's so great that everyone's partying again while there's a new variant kicking up. Oh, yeah. really? What it's are like they, what an is it Omicron called? Delta hybrid. Oh, my God. It's called BA2. Okay, that one's not going to hit. It's not catchy. No, it's not catchy. It's not going to make anyone's material. But yeah, BA2 sounds like a diploma. Yeah. Um, I have it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, apparently it's a little, it's on the rise, but it's not as dangerous or it's not, it's hitting a smaller fraction of people. Like the, they're not seeing as big of an uptick in cases. So we'll see how it goes because we're also getting into the warmer months, which is usually when COVID kind of calms down in general because COVID doesn't really survive in the warmer months. Supposedly, yeah. these are all kind of hypotheses that we're still testing out because we've only had COVID around for like two years. But we'll see. Listen, that's it. I, I Look, I look, that's it. I think it's just going to be a regular ass 
thing. Mm-hmm. You get a little sicky, and then that's it. You, you get a little sicky, yeah. Just like anything else. You get a little cough. Yeah, you get a little, I got the COVID, and people are just mm-hmm. like, yeah, whatever, dude. Just stand over there for a day. Mm-hmm. Just go away. Yeah, yeah, just go away for a couple days, Yeah, you know, and that's it. And then we're yeah. going to go back to normal. It's like, yeah. you're going to get COVID. It's like saying, oh, I got the flu. It's the same thing. Like, if you had the flu, it'd be like, stay home a couple days. Yeah, we're treating it's it. We be should that. be treating it the same way. Like, I, I think in general, too, like, I don't know why it was ever okay for us to just, like, power through our colds and our sickness and, like, have our, our jobs, like, expect us to, like, power through this. It's like, I don't want to, if you're sneezing and you're coughing and you're, like, a disgusting mucusy mess, like, no, please don't come to work. Go take care of yourself. Like, I don't want to be around that anyway. It doesn't take a pandemic for me to, like, make that decision. It's disgusting. Yeah, no, correct. Correct. But, like, definitely, I, like, I don't know, certain jobs, like, I know definitely my job, it's, like, a badge of honor if you show up, like, and you're, you're let's just say you are, like, fever, you feel like trash, sure. you look like trash. Sure. It's, like, a badge of honor, like, I came to work even when I was sick. And mm, it's, like, gross. yeah, and everybody just kind of, like, looks at you, like, good stuff, bro. You're, you know? like, dizzy in a cold sweat. And then answering the phone, like it's just crazy. Yeah, I, I went know. to I went to my job two days in a row with food poisoning. That's hot. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like I was literally clammy. I was like, sw- I had the sweats. I had night sweats during the day. I, I felt like shit. Could have thrown up at any moment. Yeah, literally. I was like running to the bathroom, and my boss still had the nerve to be like, <laughs> like. You've been you you were missing for fifteen minutes, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, dude, I was shitting my organs out. There like, what go. are we talking about? Yeah. Like, what are we saying right now? You know. So anyway, but like, it's kind of funny how it's just like, you know, um, yeah, just that's it. COVID's just gonna be a regular thing. Yeah, it's gonna be around. The one thing that I am happy about with the whole pandemic is my grandmother's dead. No, is the fact that. <laughs> That old bitch needed to go, son. She needed to just you were a push. Like, I was just waiting and you know the timeline it, got sped it, up. It just wasn't gonna happen, apparently. But You're no, like, what uh, is it going to take? <laughs> yeah, like seriously, I want your cup set. <laughs> I think um what is it? I think that uh you know, one of the biggest things that come out of COVID, again, just coming from like me, I'm a sales, like I've been doing sales for a long time now. It's just like that grind of just going, 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 going. Mm-hmm. You're never thinking about yourself really, mm-hmm. you know? You work, you know, six months out of the year to take one week of vacation where you could actually like enjoy yourself. Do you know how insane that sounds? That's wild. Um, That's like old school shit. Old school, man. What is it? The the company man, right? Like that song, you know? Yeah. So that's basically what it is. And I think that the pandemic, the cool thing is that I think everybody took a second to go, hold on a second. Like, what is this? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not happy. Like, I want to make leather belts. Like, that's going to be my, <laughs> that's going to be my life. And how many people transitioned into more remote things that, and that mm-hmm. makes them happy. They're able to travel and still work mm-hmm. and still generate income. Or some people are like, Hey, let's whatever. I mean, we're, we're out of the pandemic and we're starting a podcast, whatever. We're like, what podcast fucking 9 million and 80. But regardless, it's like, I think everybody's trying to do what actually makes them happy. Well, yeah, because I think this whole sentiment of like, oh, people aren't going to want to work. It's like, well, people aren't going to work jobs that aren't going to make them that that aren't fulfilling. I think that's the thing. So it's like people want to work. You need something to do, you know. So but if you're not if you're doing something that's not fulfilling, it definitely hits you harder than when you are doing something that's fulfilling because then it feels less like a fucking chore you're actually doing something that you like doing 
And to balance it out with having a real life, like being able to take time off in a social life and like take vacations and explore, like that's huge. So it's not just about that traditional like nine to five too. There's been a lot of, I don't have it on my list, but we'll probably dip into it in a future episode of like cutting down the work week from five days to four because they just saw productivity go up because it's like, well, yeah, because you have more time to take care of your actual shit. Like just because you work all day doesn't mean you're actually working. Well, yeah, that too. But also your that your responsibilities are all on hold. Like there's always shit that you have to balance um, and stuff that you want to do. So I uh, yeah, I work remotely. I'm into it. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I can balance it out with other things. Exactly. Like I, I think um, and, and that's another thing, too. Right. Like most people's jobs are whatever, nine to five. It's like this big chunk of the day where it's like by the time you get out of work, anything that you would want to do. Right. Is already closed. Like buildings yeah. like, you know what I mean? Let's just say you need to, I don't know, go to the bank and you need to physically be there. I know. Like you can't do that if you're working. Yeah. All day, Monday through Friday. Yeah. So it's like now that people could work remotely or just, you know, hours are changed, stuff like that. Like you're able to go ahead and like do things that you need to do throughout the day, but still whatever, generate income for the company or yeah. do whatever the task is you need to do for the day. So it's kind of cool, again, just to kind of like circle back to that is just that now I think companies are starting to realize certain things, even though it's kind of funny, like I'm starting to now see the shift because again, I'm in sales. So like I speak to a lot of people where it's like, yeah, we're back to the office now, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, fuck, like it's mm-hmm. going to slowly shift back into like, all right, everybody get back on the hamster wheel. Well, I hope not, because the you thing know? is, I feel a lot better when. Yeah. Can you just check where for recording? So I know my computer is going to blow up because of how hot it is right now. That's okay. Nah, it's still going. We're good. Cool. We're good. And I'm not cutting any of this out. Nah, this is great. I um, like all this shit. I... Oh, natural, you know? There you go. I, um... What was I going to say? I feel just mentally better when I'm, like... If I can, like, shoot off a few emails, take care of some things, go put laundry in, go do this, like, take care of that stuff versus, like, Rub working out, solid for four hours, taking... 45 to an hour lunch break working for another five hours or whatever solid then having to go home and be like oh none of this stuff got got done today like none of my actual adult responsibilities got taken care of today yeah it's it's frustrating and i was going to say this the a couple days ago you got out because you work pretty late too you work late in in the evening yep you got out the other day at a reasonable time at like six oh yeah i normally work until right around 9 p.m I got off at six o'clock and I was just like, like, you were so excited. You said to me, like, do you want to just like go start a new life? <laughs> yeah. Just like anything is possible. I was like, I was like, I was like <laughs> pack your bags. I think we're just going to move. You're like, I know that we were going to go get dinner, but we're actually just going to drive to another state and start again. <laughs> yeah. Like, yo, that, yo, let me tell you, it was refreshing. It was refreshing. And then thank God we were saying some jokes because it got pretty heavy in there. It's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. But anyway, so. Moving on. Fuck all that shit. Um, you want to move on to the next topic? Hell yeah. It's COVID related, but I like reading these stories. This one's from Eater. The 28 classic New York City restaurants that have stood this test of time. This, oh, my God. Listen to me. That have stood the test of time. Yeah, man. Meaning they survived the pandemic. Do you want to awesome. know what the first one is? Yeah, go ahead. Cats. No. It's okay. on the list, but it that's has to not be the first on the list. one. That shit's been through everything. Yeah, I don't know if this is particularly ranked 
at all, but okay. I think this is just like a list. But I felt like this was very appropriate because the first one is called Mario's Restaurant. Hey, where? On Arthur Avenue in the Bronx. Oh, no joke. Yeah. Well, listen, up there, that's its own ecosystem. Yeah. Like, it's still 1961 up there. I know. Like, you go up there and they call, you know, people blackies and shit. <laughs> you want to go time travel, just go to Arthur <laughs> Avenue. Yeah, like, that place is, that. that's the one little Italy I haven't been to. I know, neither have I. I, I got I to gotta make the trip up there. Well, that's in the, that's going to be a future episode. We're going to do that. Hell yeah. Yeah, we'll do some pizza tasting. Hell yeah. Oh my God, I'll eat everything. Uh, it's now over a century old, which is incredible. Mario's? Yeah. Yo. The Migalucci family still owns a restaurant and it started as a pizzeria. Look at Sick. that. Sick. Hell yeah. Yeah. And it's still untouched. It has oil paintings, Michelangelo statues, and white columns. I mean, this is old school. Oh my We're God. That is it. right up my alley. I We're just came. It. This is yeah, great. and they say that it also because you have a sweet tooth. I'll I'll call out. They have a dessert trolley. Oh, nice! Which like is the thing cute. where they pull out like the mm-hmm. cart or whatever. I love that. That's sick. Really I love cute. that kind of stuff, man. Hell yeah! Shout yeah. outs to them. Other um, cats is definitely on the list. Delicatessen. We haven't been. I haven't been there in years. I think it's been a minute for you too. It's only been a few months. Okay. <laughs> I'm there quite often. You're literally, you're like, it's literally been a minute. I was just there two days I ago. I have my favorite like butcher uh, pastrami man that I go. <laughs> we always talk about like working out and stuff. Oh my God. Yeah, it's great. Other restaurants. I, and I, I want to go to a lot of these. I feel like these are all like New York institutions. PJ Clark's is a, I think they have a few locations. Isn't um, that a steakhouse? Yeah. Yeah. Keen's Steakhouse. Of course. Grand Peter Central. Luger's. Grand Central Oyster Bar. That's right. Old Homestead. Still survive. They survived the pandemic. Okay. Um, Real quick about that Oyster Bar. Yeah. Just side note. Okay. This is going to be kind of random, but um, the architect, I think it was a Spanish architect um, that created the inside of the um, Oyster House, Mm -hmm. right? With like these like specially glazed tiles and stuff like that. Yep. I did a quick tour of the original St. Patrick's Cathedral in Little Italy. There was an original one. It was the mm-hmm. first one before they created like a, a part two over on Fifth Avenue. And I did a tour of the catacombs and inside of the catacombs with all these like old New Yorkers from like whatever, the 1800s, 1700s, there was this one that it was um like a, uh, almost like a mausoleum within the cathedral. And it was the only one that we they had access to because they, as the story goes, um, they the last family members that visited there like eighty five years ago they forgot to lock it, and supposedly once you lock it nobody can go in there. Blah blah. I'm like, yeah, sure. But anyway, um, we were allowed inside to look inside of this like old rich family's um, mausoleum. Inside were the same tiles as the oyster bar and they had the same architect design their mausoleum that's badass so i know that it took a lot to say that (laughs) but basically you remembered that all that's incredible but it was really cool because it's the same color the same color tiles everything and it was the same architect like he walked in he was like yeah this is where you're gonna die forever (laughs) like this is where you're gonna just you know your bones will be here yeah but um pretty creepy so like every time i see the oyster bar like i think of that Mm-hmm. You know that guy. Anyway. We have to go. We'll we'll go there and be like, we just want to look at the tiles for when we die. <laughs> Yo, man. <laughs> We're just planning. We're just designing our mausoleum. So wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I Pretty- mean, we need to do it soon, though, because I'll go into the next topic. Yeah. That an asteroid was discovered only two hours before Earth's impact. Oh, I'm Did not surprised. Yeah. Apparently on March 11th. So it was not that long ago. Hungarian astronomer. Oh, I'm going to fuck this up. 
uh, Christian Zarneski. I said it in a very American style, but whatever. Um, I don't want to butcher it too much, but apparently he discovered it. And by the time he discovered it, it was about to hit in two two hours from then. It was moving at 11 miles per second, which is... Jesus Christ. Yeah. But it was apparently... um, Oh, due to the intense speed, though, the asteroid was harmlessly vaporized in the Earth's atmosphere. So it was going so fast, and I don't think it was big enough that it basically just, like, broke into little pieces um, and didn't really do very much. Um, So, you know, I think that that's... uh, something we're we're concerned about is like what happens if an asteroid hits earth like what are we going to do we're not going to do anything we're going to nothing die. you can do what are you talking that's about? it look your job doesn't matter yeah like, nothing should matters. i put it out of office because an asteroid it's like what are you talking about no like you just, just imagine your job is like hey uh we're gonna have to push the meeting back till forever because yeah. we're all dead yeah no um i think it was neil degrasse tyson um they were interviewing him i mean i could be totally butchering this but basically they were asking him like what can we do to defend ourselves from asteroids and he was like nothing no he goes by the time and this is this is case in point he said by the time we find out we see the asteroid coming it's already too late and there's nothing we could do about it yeah two hours yo like just imagine that's like those movies right like the didn't i think ricky gervais had a movie like that i think steve carell had a movie like that like uh finding a friend for the end of the world or oh, whatever yeah yeah, didn't yeah we watch that yeah, we were watching anyway. like a, we watched a little bit of it um because we were watching that other movie that came out just earlier this year. Oh, that one was pretty good too. What's the name of it? I I can't remember, but it was a Netflix. It was a yeah. Netflix one where basically it's like, oh, it's the one with Leonardo DiCaprio, blah blah blah, where he's like trying to tell people, yo, the asteroid's coming, and they were like, look, just don't look up. There it is. That's what it's just called. Just don't look up. That's what it's called. Don't look up. Yeah. <laughs> that is. And they so had a whole like brilliant. concert for it, yeah, and like yeah. Ariana Grande was in it. It was just very like, yeah, it was one of those. I mean, it was well done and i think is commentary on a lot of levels on how like we're basically like just doomed because and we bring it we bring the doom upon ourselves but because we just like try to capitalize on everything and like make it about us we're like an asteroid is going to hit earth and we're like yeah but what about (laughs) like what about uh, the vote though like what are we going to do so i thought that was pretty pretty interesting um but we're good obviously we're still here we're hanging around you know yo Listen, I let me tell you, if an asteroid's hitting Earth, like, all right, look, look, look all right, what if uh, a freaking, you know, one of those, like, uh, amber alerts pop up, but for, mm-hmm. like, asteroids? Yeah. Uh, I don't know what that alert would be called. Just imagine this, anyway. Um, <laughs> well, I was going to say it. So, also, the last part of the article just says that NASA recently conducted a simulated experiment to assess the impact of an asteroid smashing into Earth, and it spanned, it was a two-day simulated exercise to figure out and gauge how prepared is the U.S. to respond to an asteroid threat. I think that's a waste of time. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. So they haven't conducted, they're going to. No, they did it. They, okay, they and what did happened? This. What was the results? Uh, let's see. Let's pull up the report. They were like, NASA.gov. Oh my God, there's so many words on this page. Hold on. I have to speed read. They're going to like learn how to make fire immediately. Learn how to eat squirrels and pigeons because you're dead, dude. Yeah. No, it's over for you. (laughs) Like that's the, that's the thing. Yeah. Just imagine they're like invest in crypto. You'd be like, what? (laughs) This was the fourth interagency asteroid impact tabletop exercise, which basically if I could 
interpret that as closely as I can, like make an educated guess. This is just, this was really just like a round table that a bunch of people were like, okay, here are the circumstances. Here's a scenario. What do we do? Oh, like a think tank kind yeah. of situation. Listen to you, think tank. Yeah, they had a brainstorm. Um, think tank sounds sounds smarter. Okay. See, I can't even suggest anything because then <laughs> as a woman, it's immediately, I, what I suggest is inferior. Listen, I had some man, you know, I, I don't think that's a mansplaining, but. No, um, no mansplain critical thinking to me, please. Uh, yeah. So here's the deal. Women's brains are smaller. No, I have no what idea. What if I just <laughs> muted <laughs> your microphone? <laughs> I was just like, yeah. Mm. Um, so apparently later this year, NASA's double asteroid redirection test will be the world's first mission to demonstrate technology for defending Earth against potential asteroid impacts. So I'm not going to go into much more detail because I think we I, and I have to like there's a it's a big report that's on NASA.gov. But yeah, it was published on March 10th. Sick. It was published on March 10th and the asteroid was discovered on March 11th. I mean, the timing of things is pretty funny. Yeah, that's a um, yeah, that's a conspiracy theory, right? They're just like, hey, <laughs> not everything is a conspiracy theory. Listen, man, I'm telling you, asteroids. <laughs> they were on the Titan. They were called the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, it wasn't an iceberg. <laughs> it was an asteroid that just sat in the ocean, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. So just obviously, if you didn't tell from this episode, Mario's a pretty big, not a big con conspiracy theorist, but like you, you're always intrigued by them. Here's the deal, right? Mm -hmm. I don't look, I don't have to believe them to at least listen. Right. And just record that for my own. Like, That's how it starts. Record though. that for my own conversation pieces. You're like, I don't believe them. I just ingest them as fact. And then yeah. Keep my, living my life. From look, there. If you keep walking, you will fall off the earth. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm, no, I'm kidding. Yep. But that would be great, though. Right. To put that as a tag. So then now all of a sudden conspiracy theorists are listening to the podcast. Like, what is Mario going to say you next? Know, you break the news to me here and now you're like, listen, I'm a flat earther. Yeah, but like I don't, I don't think you guys understand, but I think oh, the Earth God. is a semicircle. I don't know. Well, this goes segues into my last topic. It's also space related, but this is interesting. That NASA confirms there are five thousand worlds beyond our solar system. Yeah, that's more than reasonable. Oh, all right, don't act like you already knew about this. Listen, man, I I've thought about all these things like <laughs> that. OK, now we're like this is my wheelhouse a little bit. But no. basically, like I I have thought about it, it like I've thought about aliens, right, about aliens existing. And I remember for like a long time back in the 90s, people would think like people. Why do people always put aliens and ghosts in the same category? When you're talking about like, do you believe in this? Because people always, um, and this is definitely not a part pertaining to the article at all. I'm just saying the wheels have fallen off a little bit, but yeah. we're going to get back to it. When it comes to aliens and ghosts, I think it's because there's a, always a, there's a small group of people who have said they've seen them or interacted with them. That's the common thread. Like somebody always says they have an experience with that. Like I had, I believe I had an experience with like a ghost in my apartment when I like lived in Washington Heights. Oh yeah. Like some years ago. Was he just like, mommy, mommy, <laughs> come here, mommy, yeah, mommy, was ben a, aquí, mommy. Um, it was a elderly Dominican man. No, the I don't know. Hector. <laughs> yeah. Hector Gonzalez. I thought yeah. it was a ghost. It was the super. No, I, uh... <laughs> he was, <laughs> you wanted to change your light bulbs yeah. and you're like, it's a ghost. Yeah. And he's like, Abre la puerta. Yeah. <laughs> That's a language I didn't understand. No, yeah. I um. He was speaking in tongues. <laughs> 
No, I think that that's the common thread. Like people put those two categories together because there's always like a yeah. Um, what's that? Unsolved mysteries. There's an episode on unsolved mysteries, the reboot that came out on Netflix like last year. Yeah, amazing by the way. Yeah, really, there's really good. One of them, I think it's like the very last one where they talk about this group of people that say they got abducted by aliens. Oh, that's right. In like you a know? small town somewhere. Yeah, it's very, and they're the town is like known for that, mm. for aliens visiting. You know, supposedly, I don't know. Again, this is like these are all things that like a small group of people say they encountered. Same thing with like, you know, like supernatural. Like what are those like ghost hunting shows, which are definitely fake, but like. I mean, come on. did you hear that? Yeah. Did you hear that? Look at our ghost technology. Did you hear that? <laughs> I love ghost oh, technology. ghost technology. <laughs> We're like, this one's an e-reader. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, the, what are you saying yeah. right now? You're like, that's a thermal detector. They sell those in like Walmart. What are you doing? Yeah, dude. What are you talking about? A bunch of crackling and they're like, oh, you feel that? You feel, it's cold here. Yeah, dude. It's Alaska. Of course yeah. it's cold. Of course a breeze is coming in. Yeah. They're like, well, it smells like lipstick in here. Yeah. Although I do the episodes where they do visit like old mental asylums or jails like abandon sure those creep me out like eastern state penitentiary yeah i've been there actually i did a I did a tour you were there. ghost hunting i went there and i found <laughs> i found one ghost and um we fell in love <laughs> oh no yeah i have visitation rights he writes me fair. i write him once in a while that's fair yeah it's um ghostinmates.com mm. yeah ghostmates.com ghostmates <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly so i'm in love yeah and uh things are going well he mm -hmm. gets out never and yeah. no yeah. i think um no see here's the deal right there's also a psychological aspect i know this is not funny but basically like again if a place is all run down paint falling off the wall all that type of stuff it's gonna appear scarier than you know what i mean like if you're in a beautiful place well, yeah, just by design, but I think there's also like places like there's like abandoned prisons that have been known for like, I mean, if you think about what used to happen to inmates or used to happen to mental like like mental patients or or anything like that, like it's not like medicine was as fucking stellar as it is now. You know what I mean? It's yeah, a little, no, it's a little I, creepy. I, I hear what you're saying. All I know is I'm getting a lot of looks right now. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. All right. Anyway, moving away from ghosts just for a second, back to aliens because of whatever extraterrestrial stuff. Do you remember back in like the the early 2010s of the there was like three UFOs spotted over New York? Maybe. And they were there for like a few hours. Mm -hmm. And everybody was like, yo, what is that? It was like three glowing orbs mm -hmm. or like two glowing orbs. Mm -hmm. And I remember seeing them too because it like it spread like wildfire. Like mm -hmm. I remember I saw them. I was on 8th Avenue, like right around 34th Street, 33rd, 34th Street. And I remember just like looking up and they were right there. And if you Google it, it was, yeah, it was like during the summer or something like that. And um, yeah, they were there. And then they just all of a sudden were gone. Mm -hmm. And like. Nobody just talked about it afterwards. We were mm -hmm. like, oh, shit. Anyway, mm -hmm. like, so the whole extraterrestrial thing, 5,000 worlds, blah, blah, blah. Yes. I think it's more than reasonable to say that there's tons of places that, you know, aliens could exist outside of our solar system. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if this isn't necessarily cover aliens. It's interesting that that's exactly where you go, though. Of course. 
what is it? I heard I heard something really uh I heard this like quote from a scientist where it was like there's the possibility that we are the most that we are the most advanced species in the whole universe. Mm. I'm like that's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. He was like there could be worlds form forming right now where like the highest life form is like a germ. Sure. And I'm like yes. But then also, too, there could be life forms that have been existing for like a million years before us. Mm-hmm. Think about it. We've only been around a couple hundred thousand years. Mm-hmm. That's nothing. Mm-hmm. You know? So that'd be sick. You know, they have like, they, they've been doing VR sex this whole time and shit. You know? Oh, Jesus. We're like just getting around to it. And they're like, look how primitive these guys are. I came in my brain. Anyway. And we're back to sex. <laughs> Fantastic. It only took 47 minutes for that to happen. Yeah, hell yeah. And here we are. Um, no, these, I mean, it's interesting that they're called exoplanets and the sizes of them, they've discovered they're like super Earths, like they're much larger than Earth. 31% of them are super Earths. 35% of them are Neptune-like, which means that they're smaller. They could be smaller than Neptune, but Neptune is bigger than Earth. So like the yeah. sizing is is pretty interesting. Four percent of them are terrestrial or rocky planets like Earth or Mars, where currently, I mean, on Mars, we're still in the process of figuring out how to sustain life on Mars. So I think it was pretty cool. Yeah. Five thousand. You know, it reminds me of like um, like one of those movies like Fifth Element where they just like travel or it's like space travels like a like nothing. Oh, where it's normal. or Like, yeah, yeah when they're literally they take a cruise. Yeah. To mm-hmm. freaking, I forgot the name of the damn planet because I used to watch that movie a lot. But yeah, it was, uh, yeah, they took a cruise there. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, okay, here you go. Mm-hmm. Here you are. You're back to Yeah, go to sleep. Yeah. You like lay down in the bed and you take a nap. I yeah. remember that part. Yeah. And then you wake up and then you're in, it's like Tez Numa or something. Yeah, anyway. something like that. But anyway, um, actually, the movie that I think about is Interstellar. Mm. That was a dope ass movie where like he would go to each planet, but each planet, like some of them sucked. Like they went to an Earth-like planet, but it was all water. Mm. and then remember the high tide was coming and they were like oh shit we need to go like yeah. now so it's it's true there could be earth-like planets doesn't mean you could live there but right you know yeah well, i don't know we need to worry we'll about see. earth yeah priority one earth yeah eventually the sun will expand and devour our entire galaxy but mm-hmm. you know whatever anyway guys hey welcome to the podcast yeah, really. <laughs> life is meaningless anyway yeah. hey what's up guys no we're in a great mood we're about to have pancakes yeah pancakes are pancakes are happening yeah um let me see all right let me ask you a question if there's one and and look granted this is a very hard question but if there's one restaurant that you can go to for the rest of your life. Like that is the only restaurant you can go to. That's it. No more. No nothing. What restaurant would it be? Um, can I have two answers? I'm going to have two answers. Oh God. You're already breaking the rules. What is this? Yeah, because I don't, I just like one restaurant. It's so limited. I'm, you know what? I, my immediate thought was Wohop. Wow. I Whoa love up. it. All right. I love it. Hell yeah. But then I also thought of like a diner. Like not, a, I don't know, but I didn't have a diner in particular. So I'll put that as like a bonus. Like I think my one restaurant would be Wohop. We'll put an asterisk. Asterisk. Yep. But I think I'm also a big diner person. I love a good diner. And mm. for one restaurant for the rest of your life, like I would choose like a solid diner and just go there forever. That would cover 
Oh, because they have everything. Exactly. Like they have everything, so they're not good at anything. (laughs) Well, yeah, they're just decent at everything. Like, have you ever been to a diner and be like, this knocked my socks off? I mean, no, but like I wouldn't choose like any like rinky dink diner. I would choose like a solid one, you know? I don't know what that would be, but I would say, okay, my one restaurant by name, Wohop. Mm, That's a good, that's a good wow. So Chinese. Yeah, I love Chinese food. Wow, really? I did. I didn't know that. Okay, because I'm trying to be good and not eat so much of it. Oh, it's okay. like a slippery slope. I thought it was because you were trying to be a communist. <laughs> you were like, I don't recognize Taiwan. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Wow. I, I did not expect uh, Latina to. You know, is it? Did you guys have like good Chinese restaurants in upstate New York? Mm, they're okay. Yeah. It's not like down here, right? No, but I mean, that's pretty much what it's like. You know, you leave New York and everything else kind of goes down a little bit, you know? Yeah. So it's not like, you know, it gets, I mean, it it depends. I think it's farther and fewer in between. Like the amount of restaurants you have here in New York is, it's, it's insane. Like you can choose from literally whatever cuisine you like. Up there, it's a little limiting. So I think... When I was growing up upstate, I just kind of got used to it. But I always loved like Friday nights, like Chinese food, mood, mm. like TV, like chilling out, you know, or I would have like Chinese food and wine. That was like my comfort. Wow. Chinese and wine. Mm-hmm. I like how you do like that's like, like I'm fancy, but I'm down to earth, you know? Yeah. That's what I want to seem like to the people. That's cool. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw my first fight at a, in a Chinese restaurant. Mm. I was a little kid. I was like maybe seven years old. And I just remember crying the whole mm. time it was happening. Oh, my God. You didn't even help out. Like the You're chaos. <laughs> like the chaos happening and me crying at like seven. <laughs> and oh, and check. All right. So I'll tell this. I'll tell the story quickly. Uh, so once in a while, we would get Chinese food, right? Mm-hmm. Mostly my mom and dad, they would cook, right? So like to eat Chinese food was like to eat out was a mm. big deal, right? So one night uh, we're inside of the Chinese restaurant. We're waiting for the food to come. And... All of a sudden, it was like a white guy and a black guy. They just got into just like a scrap and they just started fighting. And then they got pulled apart, right? One of them dropped glasses, like sunglasses on the floor. And me just being a little kid, not knowing any better. I'm seven years old, right? I pick up the glasses and I hand it to the guy who I thought it was his glasses. He takes it. And he crumbles it and breaks it with one hand like a movie. Like it was like a like a badass 80s villain. Like he just he looked, he didn't even say thank you. He just took it and he just broke the glasses. It was the other guy's glasses. And, I love that. Well, actually, and, and to be to be fair, I actually handed it to the black guy because I'm progressive. Okay. Look at you. <laughs> I didn't see color back then. And um, of course you couldn't. You were crying. <laughs> yeah, literally, right? Everything was blurry. I was like, why is there eight of everyone? And uh, and then, uh, so then they kicked the black guy out, right? Just to separate them. White guy stood inside. And then the black guy, no one saw this. I think I'm the only person that saw this. While they were kind of holding the black guy by the door, there was like two dudes kind of like holding him on each side. He was trying to get in. He pulled a knife out of his like pocket or whatever. And he had it like on the side of him. And I just remember seeing that just being scared to death. But nobody, see, the thing is, the reason why that I think nobody saw the knife is because nobody freaked out. 
Like, does that make sense? Like, yeah. the second you see a knife, I think everybody would have backed away from him because mm -hmm. you would think he's going to cut you. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like there as a little kid. And I'm like, and you know, I remember not eating. I remember going home and my whole, my dad is eating. He doesn't care. Mm -hmm. My dad grew up in World War II. Like, mm -hmm. he didn't give a shit. He's like, it's not Hitler. So mm -hmm. fucking man up. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just remember crying in the living room while everybody was eating. And then eventually they came over with wonton soup. And then my fat little waddly ass, I was like, okay, fine. Yeah. Now it's okay to eat. I love that. Yeah. I remember they had to console me because it was mm -hmm. the first time I saw like violence. Aww. You know? Your world was shattered. Yeah. So now whenever I go to um, Chinese restaurants, I beat the shit out of the cook. Yeah. You bring a knife. I, ch <laughs> I, I challenge all the staff to a fight. Mm -hmm. I'm like, fight me for the chicken wings. I think that if you did that in Wohop, they would absolutely take you up on it and they would probably win. Because oh. they are 100 years old and in tip-top shape. Yeah, they would do front flips over the counter. Yeah. They'd be like, are you kidding me? Yeah, I'd get karate chop right in the neck. I'd put to sleep. Exactly. Yeah. Like a wall would open up and there'd be more guys. It'd be incredible. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be like, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> like a lot of stuff like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're all dressed in geese. <laughs> yeah. Um, What's your restaurant? We're going to wrap this up in a few. Yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, it came, you know. Uh, let's see. I think if I had to pick a restaurant for the rest of my life. All right. There's only one restaurant that pops into my head. It's probably not the best, best, best. But if I had to pick, damn, now you just made me think of two. I love Italian food. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I would go with John's on 12th street between second and first okay it's a it's a new york classic it's been there for it's going on 100 years i think it opened in 1923 so mm -hmm. it's going on 100 years they have they were one of the first restaurants like one of the first italian restaurants that was like we got vegan food so they were being progressive like 10 years ago mm -hmm. um solid stuff the meatballs are great i think the meatballs were featured in diner drive-ins and i don't even know whatever those oh diners drive-ins and dives and something else yeah with whatever guy fury exactly so their meatballs were featured in that nice chicken parm solid food great ambiance movies have been shot there the place is pretty much almost untouched for 100 years that's awesome like the bathrooms are crazy like it's really cool i think uh hey listen tony soprano knocked that guy's teeth out in an episode so that was cool too that's awesome yeah um yeah, so that's my that's my uh, that's my option. You know what I mean? Solid. They got everything there. They got salads. Yeah. You know, get a little healthy. Very on brand for you, being yeah. half Italian. I love Italian food. There you go. Um, I don't know. So yeah, so that's that's my pick. Do you uh, do you have any other topics? No, that's it. We're coming up on an hour. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, I think an hour is pretty fair, mm -hmm. right? I think everybody would agree. Mm -hmm. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> You're like I could go forever. Yeah, no. Um, so what is it? So uh, let's see. Yeah, I think we're good. Do you got any tour dates? I'm just kidding. We fucking... <laughs> what if I did and you were like, wait a minute, you have not told me any of this. Yeah, right. <laughs> Surprise. That'd be awesome. I, you know, it's it's funny with like, you know, more obviously like established comedians where they're just like, all right, tour dates. And they rattle off like 20 dates. I'm like, oh, I want to be there. For me, it's like tour dates. Um, yeah, sure. Uh, calling my mom. Um, oh, Thursday, I have to do this. <laughs> it's yeah. just like your errands. I got to do laundry today <laughs> in a little bit. You might catch me at the laundromat. I call it the mat. <laughs> <laughs> love it love um it. but well, yeah what's your your instagram 
Uh, so okay. my personal Insta, well, comedy Instagram is a uh, funny colors comedy. What's yours? Mine's Natalie does comedy. So. Natalie does comedy. We put yeah. comedy in there for mm-hmm. the SEOs out there. Just, just, just to you know, yeah, keep it. Like, searchable yeah but i think look comedy chow i think it sounds great i think it's a good name how do you feel about it i feel good about it yeah you Listen, know what I mean? i'm excited for these pancakes next episode we'll have to report on how they taste it i'll have to to let you know pancakes new recipe new food i think definitely something we could do with once we we don't have an instagram yet and by the time this comes out we will we will um you know definitely we'll like go to places we'll do like mm-hmm. reviews on food stuff like that yeah and then um and just what it's like being a open micer in new york and mm-hmm. all of that kind of stuff if you guys were ever curious about it yeah but, um yeah awesome. awesome that's it cool all right peace